we back. We here. What sibling rivalry podcast? What's up, sister? How you doing? Hey, how you doing? Let them, let them know who you are. I'm Shonda Scott, Kente's sister. Yeah, I'm Kente Scott, Shonda's brother. Yeah, twinning in 2019. And we what sibling rivalry? The podcast up in here again. So we just hanging out. You know what we do here? We talk. We chop it up like they almost on a phone call. With we us. take them back down memory lane. We take them back down memory lane. We talk. We're gonna talk about current events. We appreciate y'all joining in. Subscribe. It's what we do. So we're going to start it off, you know, we start, we're going to go down memory lane a little bit. Let's, let me ask you, when we were growing up, what was your favorite cartoon? Growing up favorite cartoon? Okay, yeah, okay, 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 we do this. Okay. We do, as, as little kids, what was your favorite? Then, as you got a little older, if you still even dabbled in cartoons. Wow, okay. We're going first, younger. First, younger. First, oh, yeah, yeah, Jackson 5. Jackson 5, I okay. love the Jackson okay. 5. I mean, I wish they had never... Counseled the Jackson Five yeah. cartoon. Like young people should have been watching that because it was just cute and fun. Yeah, and it was and, all like. And I don't think I've, you know, at, until the Parkers. I don't know if there were any other African American, all African American. Parkers, Fat Albert, uh huh, and then in Jackson Five. I don't know any other all African American cast cartoon. animation. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's true. And then the Jackson Five was that was only on for like one season. Really? That was only one season. Well, they had a lot of reruns because yeah. I watched <laughs> it all the all time. It was funny. I'd wake uh, mommy and daddy up yeah. in the morning, 7 o'clock. Jackson. Get up, watch but the Jackson. But no, you had one before that. I don't, because I, I, I never saw it, but you would talk about this cartoon before the Jackson. What? It was uh, Simba? No, Kimba. Kimba. And okay, that was okay. not before the Jackson. That was, that was later that? on. Okay. Right, See, I right. never saw it. So yeah, I always no, felt like that no. was the urban myth. I would watch that after house. school. The Kimba, the Lion King. Kimba so he was, a, he was the original, original Simba. Lion King? Okay. But he was okay. Kimba, the Lion King, and I would eat animal cookies. The the, the pink and you white would, ones with the sprinkles on them. So you would eat the lions? Yeah, while it was kind of yeah, that was kind of weird. I don't know what that was about, <laughs> but I always remember like, why was I eating animal cookies? <laughs> That's the only watching, time you would eat animal cookies. Was when you was that really, Kimba. I may have, may have eaten the most all the time, but I That's remember hilarious. I ate them during watching the show, funny. and I was like, you was like the lion. You was like, I should eat the giraffe now. Right, trying to figure out what it is. My my favorite growing up was underdog. Oh, like yeah. Underdog, underdog will save yeah. the day. Because he was like the first low-key rapper. He was like the first cartoon. Oh, I didn't like, see him that way. Okay. Holly's in trouble. I am not slow. It's hip, hip, hip. And away I go. Oh, yeah. But Underdog was funny. Underdog was funny. And then they had Polly Purebred and all the little, the little, it was, it was, Polly it was like Purebred. little, yeah, it was like little snippets. And, and he was like, and the funny thing he would do, like he was a shoeshine boy. Which right. Which means he was a brother at the time. And he would get the money and he would bite it. And I remember I did that one time and bit a quarter and almost, almost broke your tooth. Yeah, almost broke my tooth. I was like, why would he do that? That's why you had to have braces. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I had to have braces because my teeth looked like a crowded subway car. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're getting to Everyone that Everyone who says, Kente has a perfect smile. It's like, you know, he only has 18 teeth in his mouth. I have 24, <laughs> disrespectful. Everybody else has 32. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But people are like, we love your smile. And I'll be like, uh, thank my mom and daddy because if you'd have seen me from the age of eight, to twelve, you'd have been like, "Good lord!" Okay, <laughs> like a shark in his right, mouth. Right, right. Yeah, my teeth look like look like an jaws. NBA. Yeah, it looked it looked like an NBA uh paint. Looked like uh NBA players fighting for a rebound in my mouth. <laughs> it looked like a Sports Illustrated hover shot. Right. Like, oh yeah, that's Kareem right there. No, that's a bicuspid. <laughs> so, so that was like I said. So yeah, Underdog yeah. was funny, and um, then growing up, of course, I, I'm amazed at the Simpsons. 
that oh, they yeah. are like one of the longest 30, running 30 TV shows. Running. Not even, yeah. car I mean, cartoons, they probably take it to another level, but. It's the longest running TV but show. But some of the content, is, it's incredible how they have the vision that they have. Yeah. Because I think they had episodes with Donald Trump they as president before he Trump actually even was yeah. a candidate. Yeah. And then ran. Yeah. And won. So he might have. It no might have been, he might have been like, hey, wait a minute. That sounds that's like a good idea. That's not a bad idea. The Simpsons said it, so maybe I'll run. So it's true. But that's not the only thing. They've had a few things they've out there that they've said. They've, they've had, they they have a, a, it's like a Simpsons, if you Google the Simpsons prophecies, you can see all the stuff that they've said is going to happen since they've started 30 years ago. And like, it's been like a, a lineage of them that have come true. That have been like on point. They've almost said it. I'm like, well, what the Simpsons need to tell me my lottery numbers. Right, right. I want the money. <laughs> and because they, 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 they outlasted the longest running TV show before them, which was The Flintstones. Oh, oh, how crazy. do I forget The Flintstones? Yeah, Flintstones oh, my goodness. I love yeah. The Flintstones. The Flintstones. <laughs> and I can't yeah. remember. I don't think, who did I like on The Flintstones? Was it I Barney and. Uh, what was Barney's wife's name? Wilma. Wilma. Somebody Wilma. I didn't. Betty. Somebody got on my nerve Betty on the Flintstones, but I always watched the Flintstones. Like, who got it? Uh, oh, Mr. Slate. No, it wasn't a character. It was one of the main characters. I can't oh. remember now because I just you know overall well, I just had good memories. Bar Barney reminded me. He was. I didn't think so. Yeah. Barney always reminded me of Uncle Felton. <laughs> <laughs> like the like the yeah, like the red rock. For some reason, I thought yeah. I thought Barney was cool. I thought he was just a nice guy. Right, he always right. was just the nice guy. Yeah. Fred would always go from Fred yeah. kind of remind me of Papu. Yeah, he would Fred go was like from bullyish. zero to sixty. Yeah, yeah he's a little yeah. Bit of a bully. Maybe it was Wilma that I was kind of. Yeah. Wilma was okay. Wilma was. But sad. I love Pebbles and Bam Bam. I really got more into it when they had Pebbles. I thought oh, that was had a cute little dynamic. Yeah. I always like Dino. I like Dino was a dude. So the funniest one. Okay, this is why I remember the Flintstones because I always remember this. So remember when Fred was on the diet and he was going to like before Weight Watchers, it was the Flintstones Weight Watchers uh -huh. version. And he started cheating and everywhere he showed up, the group would be in the oh, refrigerator. Yeah. They'd be <laughs> yeah. following. Yeah. And I always laughed. I'm always using that comparison to people I'm like, it's like the Flintstones when Fred was cheating and that group was always like his conscience like, everywhere he they went. Were like, what, what, are you, what are you talking about? And then the time when Dino was in love with the Hollywood oh, star and he was yes. a fan and out. And yes. then you saw her without her makeup and her lashes, <laughs> and, her lashes and freaked off. out. <laughs> he was like, that was true. That was a real brother right there. Like, wait a minute. You're not the woman I fell in love with. And speaking of cartoon stalkers, I used to love Peppy Le Pew. Peppy Le Pew <laughs> on Looney Tunes was the best. Like I did not know Peppy Le Pew was not really speaking French until, <laughs> until you learned French. Until learn French, <laughs> he was like Le Pant, Le Heave. And I was like, you just throw a lay in front of it. <laughs> that was it. That was the business. I remember when Peppy? That's what I'm saying. Peppy. Remember when Peppy was in love with the woman, and yeah. then Peppy was he smelled so he was, yeah. he thought he was fine and mm -hmm. gorgeous, but he had a little scent oh, about strong. him. So he would always come up on the yeah. women, and they're like, and they, they would, would like him. He's like savoir faire, and he would romance him. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they start smelling. They're like, oh no! But then one episode, Peppy fell into oh, a paint, yeah. blue paint, and he got and he, he was blue, swollen. and he was all yeah. cute and swollen and smelled good. Yeah. And all the women were after him, yeah. and then he didn't just like a man. Then he didn't then want he the women. He was running from them the same way because yeah. then she fell in the water yeah. and turned into and a stray like, cat. Oh, yeah. she and then terrible. she was like, she hey. like he was like, hey, no, no, I'm sorry, no. You somebody it's like else. seeing somebody and yeah. loving somebody in high school and then seeing them thirty right. years later, and you're yeah. like, that's why I had a crush on. No, you still like me. Like, no, I think I'm cool now. And you and you were a late bloomer, yeah. and they were like, yeah, they they were the maxed in out high in high school, school yeah. and you are they Keep the guy that maxed out in high yeah. school, and you come back and you're like, oh, you're not <laughs> yeah, who I good. thought you were. Like, you you know, didn't become who I thought you were going to become. And they be chasing you. That and was, like, and they're funny. like, and now you're who? 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, so what's your number? What's happening with you? So that's Pepe Le Pew in the Blue Pepe Thing. Pepe Le Pew. I, I, it was another one. I used to like, it's one like episode of Tom and Jerry that's my favorite. Because, uh, you know, they never talked, but they would always have like the, everybody else around them would talk. Like the dogs would talk or their family members talk. And Jerry had a uncle that came with a guitar. And he came in, he had the Yosemite Sam mustache. He like, hey there, nephew, uh, play this song. And he kind of said, pop him on the cord and he did ride. Crambone, and he had a stutter. Pop him on the cord and he did ride. Crambone, pop him on the cord and he did ride. Okay, 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 we get it, we I got to do the whole thing. No, let it ride. Let it live, let it live. That's a hard part right there. And he broke his string. He's like, you know I can't play without no guitar string. <laughs> and then when Jerry got rid of his And he went to go, he, he went and chased Tommy, Tom Cat, for all his whiskers. Oh. <laughs> and he was like, all right, nephew, I'm going on TV to do my song. And it was laughing because they were watching on TV. And he's doing his song. And he's like, I'm going, boom. And Tom falls out like, ah! <laughs> and his, his uncle reaches through the TV screen hey, and brother. pulls off his last whisker and finishes the song. I put, that's my favorite episode of any cartoon ever. I will be hollering. Every time that it comes funny. up, I got now, my daughter saying, I, I, wasn't, she, I, she I wasn't a big Tom and Jerry fan. Me neither, but that one is amazing. Okay, just like yeah. I didn't like the Road Runner and, and the Coyote, because yeah. I didn't know, I didn't like, I never did like the Road Runner. Mm -hmm. But the Coyote would always just be, he was so abused that it yeah. wasn't, it was, after a while, it wasn't funny. But then <laughs> Tom so and Jerry cute. was the same, like Cat and Mouse, yeah, right, Cat and Mouse right. show. But I never disliked Jerry. Yeah. And like Tom, I right. just kind of was neutral on both, on of, both them. of them. But yeah. it was always, you know, I never liked Tom. But the funny thing is, I didn't like when Tom and Jerry were friends. I didn't like that's true. That I was like, this is whack. Right, no, right. Nobody wants them to be friends. Right. You, and I didn't like the Roadrunner because I was like, Wiley Cody got all this money to buy everything from Acme. Why don't he just buy a chicken dinner? Right. <laughs> Roadrunners ain't even got a lot of meat on them. He was like, he would buy like bombs and rockets and. Trying and, to get the and road. everything, super rocket skates and all this stuff, just in case of road run. I'm like, you can go to McDonald's and get a two piece. But that's just like life. Isn't it like people will message? chase whatever <laughs> you, the thing you don't need or right. doesn't matter. You could have all these other great things that you're not grateful for. Right. But that one thing you don't have is what you're going to spend your whole life yeah. chasing and you get depressed about, you get upset about. You're like, the message. you got 20 other things, yeah. you got 100. You got 99 things, and that one problem is the one you're See, going to rest everybody, on. Everybody got a road runner. Focus on, focus on your acne. Right, and right. And you'll be good. That's a good point. Right. Good one. And then as we got older, I like the, I cartoons like, you know, you probably you weren't watching, like G.I. Joe no. and, and He-Man and, and uh, what was it? The, the only uh, thing G.I. Joe was good for is that he was bar my Barbie's, my black Barbie's boyfriend because oh, you, you had G.I. Joe yes. action doll. Yes. But G.I. Joe and they had Yojo and they had like Snake Eyes and all that. Oh, yeah, I didn't watch and any of those. Yeah, they had, uh, what was it? It was. Because I really wasn't big on cartoons after a while. Yeah. You yeah, know, you, you like, really I like I just wasn't. Uh, I, I did like going when my when Austin was little, my son. Uh -huh. I did like going to all the movie. Oh, the Disney movies? The movies that came yeah. out that were cartoons. That yeah. was fun and entertainment. Then after he got a certain age, I was over it, he was over it. And, and the then, funny part was, I, like, I've always been comic book, comic right. book fan, cartoon fan. So. As Tyler, my daughter Tyler, got older, I was like, dang, now I can't go to the cartoon because I don't want to be that weird dude in the movie theater. Like, Mama, he don't have nobody with him. And he's just sitting here laughing too loud. So I had to wait for them all to come out like on DVDs or, or Netflix. Thank or God for Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, because I was like, 
Yeah, you don't want to be like one dude, let me get one ticket for uh, <laughs> the Little Mermaid. <laughs> like, Mama, who right. was that? What is wrong? <laughs> Why is he got this popcorn on his lap? <laughs> right. They'd have to have the Fairyland rule. Yeah. So Fairyland in Oakland is like what inspired Disneyland. Uh -huh. They have a rule that if you come to Fairyland, you have to be accompanied by a child. Well, yeah. Like you can't just come to Fairyland like, I'm just going to come there. Yeah. And go. We're going to make some phone calls. Right, right. <laughs> hey, stay right there, sir. We're going to make this quick phone call. <laughs> yeah, it's three digits. They'll be here to see you in a second. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that. I mean, car, but it's, even the, the cartoons have, have changed on how, how they, how they deliver their message. Like, I don't even know, like cartoons before, they, they kind of had a message, you know, like to the kids. Now right. Now it's like. Almost like commercialized, like cat dog. Like yeah. what is? It? I never understood yeah. cat dog. That was, that like was, yeah. my son Austin loved cat dog. I'm like, I don't get. How are silliness. you a cat and a dog? Although he does give credit to his uncle Kende for introducing him to Family Guy, well. who by chance <laughs> has everybody's reality on there. He's like, oh, Austin talks when he when he was a certain he was younger. He's mm -hmm. like, oh, mommy, did you know? Such and such and such happened. I'm like, oh yeah, that did happen. That's true. He's like, how did you? I've learned that on Family Guy. I'm like, so don't try to justify the Family Guy with this one episode. <laughs> well, Family. Well, Austin used to come to L.A. You know, it was, it was our, every summer. You know, every summer was our uh, uncle nephew bonding time, and Family Guy will be on. Now, I forgot to tell him the disclaimer: don't tell your mama because he went back. To, he would come back to Oakland and think. He could turn on Family Guy. Well, I'm on glad the you weren't TV. the uncle telling him not to tell his mother stuff. So yeah, I'm man, glad he's like, fine. I forgot. I was like, yeah, he ain't gonna trip because because you know Tyler will be watching Family Guy. Family Guy. I didn't know. even know about Family Guy. And I saw when he told me, I was like, really, yeah. really. <laughs> there was yeah. an episode where the dog was in love with the mom. The dog and the dog is, is having an affair with the yes. mom, and it's all this whole little dynamic yeah. between her being an animal mm -hmm. lover and an animal yeah. luster. Animal luster. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, they got to learn at some point. Right, yeah. right. But then, yeah. He, he had his uncle there to talk about it. So, right, right. So, but, but also, everything's evolved. Like, I like that we're able to see things with, like, Netflix. Like, yeah, things like I that. Like Netflix. I said, that I can see the cartoons that I can't go see in the theaters no more. But Netflix is even evolving. Because, you know, when it first started, it was just, like, a bunch of movies, a bunch of fluff and all that. But now it's, like, the the venue for great Filmmakers to take their right. pet projects. They're getting nominated yeah. for a Golden Globe oh, yeah. Awards. You winning. know, they're winning, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and but like even our our Bruins sister, yeah, Ava DuVernay. It's a platform. Yeah, mm -hmm. she she's used that platform for her pet projects. Mm -hmm. Like she she understands that it's a business, so she'll go to Disney and do a Wrinkle in Time and, and mm -hmm. things like that because she has to make money. But she goes make to, hundred million dollars. Yes, money, right, exactly. Budget yeah. money. I mean, yeah, right, right. Yeah, she makes blockbusters. Right, money. right. But then she'll go and take her her message pieces to Netflix and those type of outlets because she did the thirteen right thirteen about the Thirteenth Amendment, which, which is about is, the mass incarceration yeah, of about, men of color. Yeah, the, 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 they when they uh, ended slavery, they put a clause in the Thirteenth Amendment that if you're arrested or you're in, in prison, prison, I should say, you can be you're basically slave labor. Right, and nobody really noticed that. In that, in that, until years later, and she brought that to light, and then she did. One. And then they actually started laws that made it where yeah. people were arrested, so they always know yes. they have a slave, a, a, well, a yeah. incarcerated labor, mm -hmm. but free labor, yeah. which is pretty much what slavery is—free yeah, exactly. labor yeah. in prison. Yeah. So that's that's why the prison 
They, everyone needs to go see the 13th. Yeah, it's, it's so powerful. I think and every student to see that, every person of color to see that because oh, yeah. it's awakening. Yeah. And, and it's based on uh, a friend of mine's book that's a new Jim Crow, Michelle Alexander. Right. I mean, a lot of the, not based on it, but a lot, a lot of, of the, the research, research came from her re bringing that to light right. to people of the, the mass incarceration. Yeah. And, African American and it's, color. it's great because you know people we don't color. we don't we don't read as much, so not a lot of people didn't know that that's where the research came from, but it's still getting it out to the masses. And she has one that came out maybe about three weeks to a month ago uh, about the Central Park Five. Mm -hmm. She did a, a series based on that that whole situation. And did you did you have you checked? I'm out? I'm glad you said that because I must admit I have not watched it mm -hmm. because I remember that story. Yes. And I that issue just infuriates me to no end, mm -hmm. to no end, mm -hmm. because like, like Emmett Till lost yeah. his life behind yeah. um, being falsely accused mm -hmm. of something, and and then they some vigilantes just vigilantes yes. um, decided to just take his life, mm -hmm. which mass in the Klan, yeah. and kill him. And then the years later, decades later, the woman said that said, she lied. She lied. And, and the and, man is dead. And then these people are in, I mean, their whole life were just turned upside down and they were young people. Yeah. And to and, think just from the just from the trailer yeah. to see that the clips show that they were just in the place mm -hmm. having fun as kids and they decided to target them. Right. And then they are in this system and their parents have no control. And these people are basically lying on them, knowing they're yeah. lying. And for folks just to that get don't a, know. A, a the Central Park conviction. Five, or haven't seen the documentary yet, please go check it out. It's on Netflix by Ava DuVernay. The Central Park Five. It's a it's a it's a mini series. It's not a, it's not a documentary. It's more like a mini series that explains and I think it's acted out what actually happened. The Central Park Five were five young men in New York um, in the 20th century. Four black, one <laughs> four, Hispanic. Four black, one Hispanic men of color who were teenagers of color. They weren't even men. They were teenagers of color, 14, 15, 16 years old, who were in the park acting out. They said they were having a wilding out uh, evening, which is wilding at that point was uh, going up, snatching people's purses, beating up people. That's not what these kids were doing. One lady said she was raped, and they pinned it on these five, five individuals, and they pinned it on them by never letting them Call their parents. They never had a lawyer in the room. So they basically psychologically broke them down, as detectives do. It's even seen uh, up until, if you watch the first 48, it's, it's a practice. So they lied and said, this person has said this about you. And then they went to the other one and said, this person said that about you. So just confess and you'll be able, they said, you, conf you tell us what you did and you'll be able to go home. So the kids after a while were like, yeah, we did it. Can we go home? And they were like, no. And these kids end up doing anywhere from 10 to 15 years in prison. Yeah, hard and prison. Hard time. Hard, yeah, like real prison. <laughs> like not even juvenile. All of them were tried as adults and they all went to, I believe all of them were tried as adults. But I know that they all did at least 10 years in prison. And that's 10 years from 16 to 26 to 32 years old. And, it, and, and our, our orange dude in the White House was one of the driving forces behind getting them convicted because he put out a, uh, an ad in the paper saying that these kids need to be uh, thrown in jail and prosecuted to the fullest of the law before any evidence was ever even brought on their side. So they were railroaded through the system and basically 
part of the slave labor of the thirteen that Ava DuVernay talks about in her documentary. Right, and it and it, it it impacted their individual lives tremendously because they them their families. But during the time when they were trying to define and identify and and say who were the accusers, yeah. they went through a mad. Uh, they made they went through a mad um, like rage throughout the community yeah, yeah. for anybody yeah, that claimed, was yeah. African American mm -hmm. or. Latino, and right. I don't think the I don't even know if it was Latino that they were looking for. I think he was a friend of someone else. Right. I think that's how he even got. Yeah, he got caught. He got caught because he went to go with his friend because he didn't want to go by himself. They, the police officer right. said, "If you want to come accompany your friend, you can come with." Right. Him. Not telling him you're under arrest. So basically, he thought he was going to, you know, support his friend. Right. But they were like, "You're both under arrest." So that's how. So they took the caught. they uprooted the whole community. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. so, they had this whole race issue going yeah. in New York because now they're just identifying anybody who was African American yeah. or a person of color, a male of mm -hmm. a certain age in all of New York in Central Park during yeah. this time, in the middle time. of the summer. Yeah. Then they were going. They were considered and that's, a suspect. And that's always been scary for me as a, as a black man, as a young black man, uh, is that it could be like I've been stopped and been like you. You fit a description. What's the description? You know, tall, black, short, tall. You know, tall, no. The description skinny. is always like yeah. five five to, to six, six two. two. Yeah, you're like okay, yeah. well that's like anywhere from one seventy five to two twenty twenty five pounds. <laughs> right. And you're like, so basically, just a black man. Right. So, but it's you know, I I think back on like we you know our friends we were nine, 18, 19, We used to do stupid stuff, and like one time we found a BB gun, and I don't know where we found a BB gun, but we went out and just wanted to start doing stuff like shooting out. Park car window, mm -hmm. and I'm and I'm. I always look back on that and been like, that could have turned out so much differently, if you know we would have just been out and a police officer would have pulled up on us. One, thought the gun was real, or two, been like, oh, you got to shoot in that window, but somebody got shot down on ninety eight, so we're gonna pin this on right, you. Right, right. And never being able to have the opportunity to call your parents, or you know, have the wherewithal to say I want a lawyer and stick to it. And then be railroaded into the system for 10, 12 years. Like, I can't, I ain't even built to do a day in prison. But right. to, to do 12 years of, as a 16, 17 year old young man in there with grown men. Right. They know, are hardened criminals. Hardened like, these criminals, young men yeah. hadn't, weren't criminals. Yeah, so they, they had done nothing. Right. They had no record. Right. Yeah. So that is, so that, so I, the thing that I, the part of it is to see their story come full circle. Yeah. And to see that they, were exonerated because mm -hmm. someone actually confessed yes. and then thank goodness for DNA because yeah. now they could prove that they had nothing to do right. with it and their stories right. were true. And then for Ava DuVernay yeah. to just be the anointed one to just come and want to tell their stories right. on a bigger level so then all the people that were the the bad guys mm -hmm. in the story that were supposed to be the on the side of good, yeah. the prosecutors and the right. actually are showing they're wrong. Yeah, and it's it, like life is amazing. Like live long enough, and you'll see. That's why. Like you'll see. How, and they got what forty million dollars. Yeah, they got like forty. But, yeah. I mean, but I mean, it doesn't take yeah, away that. Take away but because there's some. But there's a lot of people who didn't. They aren't oh, yeah. getting any of that. Yeah. This is their same story. Yeah, and and the, the funny part is, is like the the uh, prosecutor who actually knew that they didn't, you know, they right. didn't have any evidence on them, but railroaded them. She's now coming out and been like. I can't believe they're dispersing my character. And she to, well, that's only because she's lost her board. Yeah, she, lost she, her, had she had to resign, all this stuff. But she that. made so much money. She became a, she's a, had a an whole author career. talking about these yeah. stories. You've had a whole yeah. career based off of that. So now you're upset that the truth is coming out. 
Right. Now you're mad that the truth's coming out. Like, I can't believe you knew this then. Yeah, have you have you seen it? I've, I've only seen watched the first episode. And like, there's I, yeah, and I, but it's it, a lot. Because it, yeah, I haven't just yeah. been able to just it sit. Because so, they said it's, you got to watch it yeah. at your own pace. Because they said it, it's and it's true. It's, and it's authentic. And I've lived that. You know, right. you know, when I got beat up by the cops at UCLA, they were like, "We're gonna take you down the county." And you know, you were you were at you we were you were still in LA that time, but. They didn't let me call anybody. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I was sitting in that jail cell for an hour, or however long it was, and they were, uh, next thing, the the what I knew was I'm going to county, mm-hmm. and what I knew about county was I'm a you county student who don't want right, to be in right, county. Right. But so they never came and talked to me. They never. They were like, you know, you take the photo, you take. The Somehow picture. you end up calling me though, because I ended up coming. Because after an hour, or so uh-huh. they let me call somebody. Uh-huh. But before that, they didn't let me talk to anybody. Right. I didn't get no phone call. Uh, I didn't, but I know somebody called you. One oh, of my okay. friends called you. Is that what it was? Okay, yeah. I knew about it. Yeah, because yeah, I remember friends called account. you because it was witnesses there, but it's to, and then to deal, to see that on a higher level, on, mm-hmm. you know, and then see our, our the, the orange dude in the White House have a play a part in that and then have no, no, no empathy or sympathy to be like, you know what? I was wrong. You simply say that mm-hmm. 30 years later. Mm-hmm. You know what? I was wrong. I shouldn't have did that, and I apologize to those kids. But him to say, well, the evidence was there, and I know what I saw, and it'll all come to light. That, I, I, it, it just enrages me to the point mm-hmm. where I, like, I was like, I can't watch this. Because like, I don't want to go out. Like it's, it's stuff I can't watch. Like Can't watch any more slave movies. Can't watch, oh, yeah, I'm done with those. Can't too. watch... Uh, <laughs> After twelve so, years of slavery, yeah. I told my son that's the last watch, one. I didn't watch we, we, and I only went because my son Austin wanted to go, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Okay, you want to?" He yeah. said, "And mommy, it's about a true story." I said, "Okay, it's a true story, so yeah. I'll go then." But I was because I was like, I see those movies, like you know what, present day that could happen to a black man. He yeah. could be sitting with his friends, and then all of a sudden, like the story that happened in Jasper, Texas, I think it mm-hmm. is and the guy, yeah, they somewhere they dragged yeah. him behind the car. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, yeah. so this is the guy become, they, they yeah. he goes out, they get him drunk, he's free. And then yeah. next thing you know, he's back in slavery. Right, right. Yeah. Just like that. So, yeah. but it was a true story and it has an ending that yeah. and, works out. But I, I can't, like after Django, I was like, you know, I've seen in my fill of slavery. Yeah, well, I mean, Django was a good, was but cool it, though. It was cool, it, but it, made was, it. it still wasn't. Because yeah, at the same no. point, they had him hung up by his head, right, right. butt naked. And then had feet. the two guys yeah, fighting exactly. and all that. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. And so twelve years. I later, shouldn't have said it was cool, but I just said it yeah, just made it. It was a different, it it was a different, different spin, spin on it, yeah. where it made yeah, it like it almost made a slave a hero. Like a, yeah, right. That <laughs> was not happening. Uh, but I was. I can't watch those movies and not be mad. Right. When I walk out the house. Right. And I don't want to. You know, I try not to judge all other people of different races based on a prejudice. So I don't want to leave the house being like I'm mad at all white folks. Yeah, but see, I, I like to see movies for my own enter- for entertainment. Yes. Like I like a yes. happy ending. Yeah, I like uh, that kind of thing. But I do. I did watch Thirteenth because I think it's inform- oh, informative. Yeah. Informative. And uh-huh. I will watch in my own time, just yes. like how I am with Get Out and any kind of scary movie. <laughs> you know, anything that's gonna make me feel like angry or uncompany, no yeah. like like a sad or upset. Right. Mm-hmm. I have to watch it like during the day on a Saturday in the afternoon where I might where the environment is oh, light okay. so then I can watch it and just kind of look at the content versus like if I watch that before I go to bed yeah. and I'm crying and I'm then I need to be able to turn it and flip it and Okay, I know what they're gonna pretty much say fast because I like to figure out the end of the movie anyway. So oh, I'm yeah, like, oh, fast forward you're, here. You're, you're asking. Yeah, you're, you're right. talking to But I want, I do want to support the fact that she's 
somebody put mm -hmm. money and supported that message because that story needed to be told. Yeah. And and they and like Nancy, I mean Nancy, uh, Nisi, Nisi Nancy, uh -huh. she's in the film. She's one of the mothers. Yeah. She was saying we owe it to them and what they went through to see this movie yeah. too. You know, so and, it's like and that. don't and, and and as our people, if if people if people aren't ready to watch it, don't be like you. You got to watch this right now. People got to watch stuff in their own time because you don't know what somebody else has been through that might be close to that Central Park right. Five or they have family members who've had that. So we'll watch it. We'll we'll get the or you can read about it. But that's why it's on Netflix, so yeah. you can see you watch can see it all whatever. the time. Yeah. It's not like it's just at a movie yeah. in a it's flash like it's gonna be gone and it's in gone. Weeks. Right? So you, like I read about the Central Park Five back when it happened mm -hmm. and after that, so it 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 resonates a little more. So allow folks to watch stuff in their own time and allow folks to. To to ingest it right. the way they ingest it. It's just how you how you eat a steak is not the way I eat a steak. Right. So allow somebody to eat it in their own time, and then then but have the discussion. Like I I like that it's there because we're having this discussion. Right. Like we're able to have this discussion as a community, which I think we need to have more of. Like right. we need to have more discussions about who we are and where we're going instead of right now. You know, everything right. is yeah. We is a place for entertainment. It's a place for fun, just like this podcast is a place for us to have fun. But it's also a place for us to have a real discussion about stuff that's going on in the world and how it affects us as brother and sister and as a family. Well, let, let me just take you back to fantasy though, because I, you uh -oh. know, I can, I'm like can be only so serious. I can be serious <laughs> only because I can dwell in fantasy too. Right. So, what's your favorite movie? My favorite movie of all time. I, I think I said it last time. Um. My favorite movie, ooh, it's a few of them. I got top five. Uh, the Wiz, Rocky Three, uh, Predator, uh, Which Way Is Up, and Coming to America. Now, you didn't say all that last time. I know, I just added Now, The Wiz is our all-time favorite. Yes, The Wiz is our all-time favorite. And that's why I said fantasy, because I yes. love The Wiz. I love the whole Wizard of Oz genre. Yes. I love the, the play Wicked. I just like that whole I, fantasy. I, I like, but I love I The Wiz. See, I didn't like The Wizard of Oz genre. See, I, I love do. The Wiz. Yeah, I, I love I The Wiz. I never need to watch The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah, but I love... I, I do. I, that's why. Yeah. I mean, that's why I was excited about the Wiz too, because then it was an all African American cast. Right. Donna Ross, Michael Jackson, mm -hmm. Quincy Jones. You know, yeah. it's like Nipsey Russell. Right. right. And yeah. People found out that's Nipsey Hussle Russell. All that. And it, it, yeah, right. <laughs> we about to wrap up, but people, I was at Nipsey Hussle's memorial service, and folks, first of all, when uh, Minister Farrakhan came on, the people in front of me was like, "Who is that?" Because the young people did not That's know who the he age was. gap. And then secondly, he said, and uh, Nipsey Russell, and everybody's like, what is his name? It's not. And instead of him saying, Nipsey Russell is where Nipsey Hussle got his name from. Got the Nipsey He Russell. said, well, no, I'm going, I know what I said. I meant to say, I said like Russell White. Because Russ, I mean, Russell, Russell West Westbrook, Westbrook. Russell Westbrook went for 20, 20, and 20. And if you add that up, what's that make? Damn message. And I'm like, that's not what you meant. You meant Nipsey Russell because you are 85 years old, sir. So you know more Nipsey Russell than you, you know, know Nipsey, Nipsey Hussle. Hussle. But that's yeah. how they used to bag in L.A. So yeah. somebody probably said, you know, you owe Nipsey Hussle yeah, yeah. talking yeah. based on Nipsey Russell right. being funny. Yeah, And Nipsey Russell was a lyricist. Like Nipsey Russell always oh, had the poem. that's right. And always had the little lyrics that he right. would go. So it, it, it almost grew into it. But young folks would know that. They were, they were mad. They were tweeting. Farrakhan don't even don't even know how to get Nipsey Hussle's name right. Like that's his, his real. That's where he got his name from. Right, right. Yeah. But we're gonna wrap up. This has been another episode of What Sibling Rivalry. Shonda, I've always enjoyed talking to you. I'm mm -hmm. glad that they get to get in on a phone call. 
conversations that we have, cutting up and serious for a moment. It is funny. I've known you your entire life. Yes. Especially since we're twins, all my life. <laughs> yeah. And and some things we talk about, I didn't even you know you know you're thinking about. So oh, yeah. it's kind of cool that yeah, cool to hear get that. Here to hear our different perspectives. Yeah. And let the people hear because it always connects with other people's thoughts too. Like I was thinking yeah. the same thing. Exactly. Exactly. And taking them back in time. Yeah. And it's all in the name of love. There it is. So we see y'all next time. This is Shonda Scott. I'm Kente Scott. What's Sibling Rivalry? The podcast. We'll be back. We're